Oh, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the 209 Till Infinity Podcast. CD Slap. Coming to you live from beautiful Series, California, home of the Infinity Studios. Get it, Savage. It's Monday morning, the pod is dropped. Cue up the new soap and the coffee pot. You know these cats got a lot to say. Savage O'Malley and Billy A. Yep. Hip hop life and movies too. Keeping up on the trends just like you. CD slaps hooked up with this funky beat. Oh, you know the boys, we love to eat. Grub it. It's all part of the show. We love to bring to your earbuds hell. We even sing. Mm-hmm. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. And like Biggie said, now you know Do you need a break and escape just to ease your mind? Well look no further than your homies in the 209 Because it's time to lose all those blues that got you stressed out Give us one hour and you know we'll knock that mess out The best route is music, movies, laughter, and friends The conversation's starting, y'all jump on Come in on. And you know it won't stop, you know it don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, my friend The party don't stop, the party don't end That's why we call it 209 till infinity, friend. The party don't stop, the party don't end. Now let's let the episode begin. What up, what up, what up, and uh, welcome to another episode of the 209 till infinity podcast holiday edition. Ho, ho, ho. And Merry Christmas to y'all. As always, if you don't know by now, you better ask somebody. It's your boy, DJ Billy A. And across the way from May is my man, 50 Grand. Get up on your microphone stand and tell him who you am, my friend. Oh, ho, 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 motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's your boy, Savvy Claws, up in here. Yes. Doing what we do. Yes. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. What's going on, man? Hey. Merry Christmas, sir. Yes. So when this episode drops, you said it will be the day after Christmas. The 26th. Right? Everyone have well, hey, the gifts will have been opened. Santa will have come down the chimney. Yeah. Whoa. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> Settle down. That's right. Yeah. The cookies will be have, have been eaten. Yeah, that's right. Correct. The beast will have been roasted. Yes, the eggnog will have been drunk. Oh, I got eggnog in the fridge right now. Oh, dude. Eggnog and vanilla brandy is my jam, dude. It's one of my favorites. You want to see me coming? In a big black Cadillac. Oh, Christmas time is coming. Yeah. You know what I love about this song, and we may have talked about it in years past, was... This the is days a, of yore. Yeah, this is a badass Christmas song, but this song just rocks hard. Like if, if this song were to drop in June, I'd be still sing that line in a big black Cadillac, baby. I'd be like getting down with it. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are the best Christmas songs. The ones that they could drop, whether they drop in December or in June, and they're still good songs. If a Christmas song is also just a good song, it's that much better. Like of course, Jingle Bells. You know the the. Uh, you know, all, all the classics in a one-horse open sleigh, all that stuff. Of course, Are you talking great. about Jingle Bells, which is actually a Thanksgiving song? Is it really? Uh, you might. You better check your TikTok, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I sent you a TikTok. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that one. Okay, yeah, I'll have to watch that. Yeah, but it's I mean, mind-blowing, when, when you think about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Jingle Bells and Jingle Bell Rock and just all these songs that are basically November through December jams. Mm-hmm. But then there's a certain, there's a couple, like, if they drop whenever, they're just good songs. That would really make a classic. Like, that's when it, it, it takes it to the next level for me. And this is one of those. I just sent you a Ghostface Killer song. He did. That that is a Christmas song, but I could listen to anytime because for one, the woo is just brilliant. Ghostface is a beast. But this is like an actual hip hop song. It's not corny, it's not jokey. It's it's lyr- lyrically he's going in and it 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 it's I told you. I sent it to you. I'm like I think I just may have found my new favorite Christmas song cuz like I could listen to it year round and still enjoy it. It's right. it's great, man. Mm-hmm. That's the difference, my friend. That is the key. Well, let me tell you this, buddy. Mm-hmm. The holiday season has been very, very quick. 
Oh, dude, it's this is different from any other year. I've never quite experienced. And that's saying something on the heels two years after COVID. Yes, absolutely. Well, you say two years after COVID, but COVID is still rearing its ugly head and fucking my life up. Like, I can't seem to get away from this motherfucker. Um, yeah, man, you know, normally you... You know, we had a Thanksgiving episode, but we recorded prior to Thanksgiving. So we had Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving Eve, generally I do Thanksgiving and then Black Friday. And that weekend following Thanksgiving is when I trim the tree, put up the tree, trim the tree, put up the lights, start shopping. Basically, Black Friday kicks off the Christmas season and I'm looking at lights and we're watching the Christmas movies and listening to the music. Well, this year has been completely different. So... Uh, I mentioned in last week's episode that I got very sick, the sickest I've ever been, and it was the reason why we missed a week. Well, Thanksgiving Eve, I started feeling what felt like, you know, how you know, like, uh uh-oh, I'm getting a little little something right here. I think I might be getting a cold. I told my wife Thanksgiving Eve, yeah, you know, I think I'm getting a cold. She went, "Uh uh-oh, oh, shit, you know, just in time for the holidays. Like, I know. I think it's just going to be a cold. We'll see. Tomorrow I'll know. Get up Thursday morning, Thanksgiving Day. My wife goes, how you doing? How you feeling? And my voice is a little more scratchy. My nose is a little congested. Yep, I got a cold. Now, shit. But that day, I still walk the dog, eat my breakfast, do my laundry. And so I know we're going to go to the in-law's house. And I don't want to get anybody sick. So to be on the safe side, take my temperature. Normal. Take a COVID test. Negative. Okay, just a regular cold. So I'll keep my distance. Try not to... Had a great dinner, had a great dessert. We're having a great conversation. And I look over at my wife at one point and go, you know, I'm I'm feeling real tired. I think you better drive home. I'm just, I'm exhausted. Get home Thursday night, Thanksgiving night, crash hard, wake up that morning and take a shower and eat breakfast. That's all I did. I was so fucking exhausted, dude, from just taking a shower and eating breakfast. Brutal. I went back to sleep until about 12.45. Woke up at 12.45 with the chills. And this is exactly what I told my wife. You know, these symptoms are almost identical to when I had COVID a year ago. Let me just take another test just to see. I take my temp. I've got 100 for fever. Do the swab in the nostrils, the Uh giant. Uh Uh-huh. Q-tip in the nostrils, dip it in the liquid, drip the liquid on, instantaneous. Like, normally you wait for that line for 15 minutes to appear and tell you negative. It was like, yep, you got COVID. Like, immediate. So, oh, shit. I lock myself down in the bedroom. Uh, I'm, I just I bring a TV, DVD player in there, bring the PlayStation 4 in there. And I am in the bedroom Black Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday, I test negative. So, all right, back to work. Uh, But still a little congested, but no more COVID. Uh, Work that Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come Friday, come that weekend, it starts to shift. The, The congestion in the nose is going away, but I'm starting to cough. Go back to work Monday, and the cough is progressing and getting worse. So I go, uh, you know what? I'm going to work from home Tuesday. Just try to, just to be on the safe side. Right. The cough kicks in, man. And, dude, I can't sleep. I'm out on the couch. So now I'm not quarantined in the bedroom. Now I'm quarantined out in the couch so my wife could sleep because I'm coughing all night long, keeping her awake, shaking the bed, you know, full body cough, like just shaking everything she can't sleep i don't want that so i'm out on the just to sleep i'm doing a double dose of nyquil and taking mucinex just to knock my ass out and sleep so that proceeds to carry through all that week i stay home the rest of the week so tuesday wednesday thursday i'm working from home friday saturday sunday that carries through now we're deep into december i finally start feeling better just around like december 15th the cough's gone i'm Mm -hmm. able to sleep in the bedroom again but here we are, December 15th, and I told my wife, my stepdaughter, in the meantime, while I'm down, has come home from college, and now she's sick. So she's got, not COVID, she never tested pot, but she's fever, congested, cough, dizzy. So my wife's bouncing between taking care of me, taking care of her. My wife is still, knock on wood, thank God, healthy. She hasn't caught any of it. But now... I'm better. Stepdaughter's still sick. And I'm like, so are we going to decorate the tree? And my wife's like, shit. 
I don't want to drag all that stuff out, you know, just to put it away two weeks from now. Like it's so much work. So I got that new tree. We talked about it and it's pre-lit and it's beautiful, just plain. So there's mm-hmm. nothing on the tree, but it's up. My wife's been wrapping presents and baking. So we have presents under it. I did put a few inflatables out in the front yard because I'm just not feeling in the spirit. But here we are now, uh, almost to the end of December. When this episode drops, it will be Christmas. And I haven't done any of the traditions. I'm now trying to catch up and watch the movies. Uh, You know, just had my first glass of eggnog the other night. Like, trying to play catch up, but not wanting to go full Christmas because it's so late in the game now. Right. I've never experienced that before. And it's kind of a bummer sucks you know what i mean like but yeah I've, i haven't been that sick in a long time to where a, a sickness goes from you know whatever thanksgiving what's the date of thanksgiving eve all the way up until like december 15th man it was that nasty like i was just out for the count and then my wife's taking care of helping take care of me and her stepdaughter she's exhausted and now at this point we just don't want to go full christmas it's it's it, the in-laws got sick from me because I was there at Thanksgiving, which I felt terrible for. Then I didn't want to get you sick, so we didn't record. A lot of things going on. It's been kind of awful, dude. Like I, I, this is my favorite. We've talked about it before. This is my favorite time of year. I love decorating, and I was so stoked. I got a new tree. I've spent two forty on this tree, and you, you get what you pay for. I think spending that extra, it's beautiful by itself. But I love the movies, I love the music, I love the lights and the decorations. And I basically had to check out for two and a half weeks and lost that, you know, maybe closer to three weeks, I think. Um, and it's it's kind of a bummer, man, but uh, fuck, you know, you, all the best laid plans in the world, but life has a tendency of uh, throwing a curveball at you and screwing things up. Right. Um, well, I'm glad you're better, buddy. I do feeling great now. Yeah. Thank you for uh, not showing up and making me sick. I wouldn't do it, man. You know, the thing, if I pulled anything from this, the lesson I learned from this, like I got my in-law sick and I felt like absolute shit. And I know that your mom's coming around for the holidays and I don't want to do that to anybody else. The lesson I pulled from this is if you're sick, depending who you just don't go. You know what I mean? It's unfortunate. But anymore, because COVID is just so uh, unconventional, you can't really pin it down and predict like, oh, yep, I feel COVID coming. I know it's COVID. You just don't know. Like the moment I felt that in my throat and the next day I had a stuffy nose, as much as it would have sucked to stay home and miss Thanksgiving, I should have. Because my mother-in-law was in the emergency room. She got so sick, like bad, man. And, and, you know, I, we've, I've talked about my dad's pre-existing conditions from his car accident. Mm-hmm. Had I gone to their house and given it to him, I, I mean, it's horrible to think, but it could have taken him out. Right. right? Like, and I, Absolutely. I, uh, so, yeah, if I pulled anything from this experience is that because you don't know and it sucks, but I should have stayed home that day. I should have been like, you know what? I got a little cold. It ain't worth it. I'm going to stay home. But I thought taking my temperature and taking a COVID test, getting a negative COVID test and not having a temperature was enough. But clearly it wasn't. And, and, and it was just the COVID hadn't built all the way up yet and knocked me on my ass. So it probably didn't register on the test yet. But clearly I had COVID. Just it didn't register yet. Uh-huh. And uh, man, it's unfortunate. Like I should have missed Thanksgiving. Uh, it would have been worth it to stay home and just have them bring me leftovers. Uh, bring me back a plate, you know, than, right. than doing what I did. And that's, if I pulled any lesson from this, it's that from here on out, if, you know, maybe if I was going to come around somebody younger, you know, if I knew there wasn't going to be seniors affected, maybe I'd go. But anytime there's somebody immune compromised in the building, I ain't going. That's just what I, that's, that's the lesson I pulled from all this. If there's a silver lining in the COVID cloud, like I'm learning that it just isn't worth risking other people because you just don't know, basically. Sucks, but it's where we're at now, man. Well, let me tell you this, buddy. Um, Hopefully you didn't jinx me because earlier you were like, COVID's back, man. It's still going. It's going heavy right now. Everybody's sick, except yeah. for Savage. Yeah, right. And I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I, when, when, you, when I said that, I didn't even think about the, the jinx, man. Like, the, I hope 
I hope, yeah, stay healthy. And you, <laughs> you and my wife, man, because like I said, my wife's been nursemaid for me and and my stepdaughter. Like she's in the middle of us and is is healthy and you know knock on something. She's wood. dodging bullets, yeah. man. She's yeah, like bullets. she's in the house with us. Like I mean, like I said, my stepdaughter didn't have COVID, but super, she's super sick. Like, and so yeah, thank God that that you have managed to to so far uh, avoid it and uh, and my wife and I. Yeah, man, I hope. Yeah, I hope I didn't jinx you, dude. Nah, yeah, it, it, there's nothing you could do. It. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Right. This is just a shitty time of year for this is when the flu roars to life. You know, it's the worst time of year for it to happen. Like when you're going to be around family and kids and elderly people and and get in big, large gatherings and parties. It sucks that this is when especially for, uh, you know, for us, we're social people. Oh, 100 percent. Like, how come? Well, I know why they did it, but you know why not put like Thanksgiving and Christmas like in June? You know what I'm saying? But then you can't have these songs about snow and sleigh rides. It makes it a little tricky. And I understand why they put the holidays like where they did because these are generally times of year when people would hunker down in the house and not spend money and not go out. So they said, "Hey, let's pick a really cold, nasty time and force people to travel and spend money and do everything they got to do." I, I get it, but you know, would have made more sense to have these times when we're all going to get together be when it's warm and mm-hmm. not cold and flu season. <laughs> but Frosty just doesn't work in July. Mm. No. You notice there's no 4th of July songs. No, there is not. Yeah, yeah. But boy, boy, you can get together and have a good time and uh, it's, it's different, man. But yeah, it's unfortunate. But yeah, from here on out, man, if, if I feel like even the slightest twinge of something, I probably won't go anymore. You know, unless there's, I don't have any way around it. That's just, it is, that's, that's the world we're in right now. That's where, the way it's at. You're right, my guy. You are right. Well, I can tell you this, uh, by the time you guys listen to this, I will have already gone, but, uh, a uh, friend of mine, uh, got me some tickets to the 49er game on Christmas Eve. Nice. So we're going to go down, stay the night, uh, in Santa Clara. Right. And, uh, go to Top Golf. Ooh. Hell yeah. With some friends. And then we're going to wake up the next day and go to the Niner game, watch the Niners play the Washington Commanders. Or if you're not a millennial, the Redskins. Right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that should be fun. I haven't been to a Niner game uh, at the new stadium, and I never I, have I, either. I, I traditionally, you know, we've talked about this. Baseball and and basketball are much more fun to me in person. But also, you know, life's about experiences, right? We're at we're at that 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 point in our lives where yes, it's about things we've done and experiences, and making memories, as opposed to having stuff. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I still like stuff. Yeah, of course. And the Niners are doing big things right now. So this game's important, right? Yeah, they they are. They are right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, They're doing doing some things out there with the George Kittles and the fucking Christian McCaffrey's and the Brock Purdy's big cock Brock. Hey, settle down. (laughs) The Bang Bang Niner game is in full stream, baby. And so, I mean, it's... it's, uh, yeah, this is going to be an exciting game. This isn't just a regular game you're going to. This well, I mean, it's never a regular game when Savage is in attendance. Well, there you go. Understood. Understood. Completely. So, this so is, that should be fun. It's something I'm looking yeah. forward to. It hell should be yeah. a great, uh, great time. And then, uh, and now I'm old, then I'll come back and I'll just do nothing on Christmas and just relax. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. I'm looking. For, I'm looking just as forward to that. It's a, it's a weird time for me too because now I have all grown children with jobs whereas i never had to wonder will my kids be able to see me on christmas or christmas eve or anywhere remotely around christmas because you know i got a daughter now and that's a college graduate in southern california who just started working in a restaurant who interestingly enough i don't know if i told you this she works at a restaurant in anaheim uh, a famous italian chain out there the game came in she didn't get to wait on him because she isn't a full-fledged waitress yet she's like helps the wait staff and works in the restaurant but she said yeah the game came in the other night that rapper the game i'm like oh shit that's cool but so she's working in a restaurant and you know how it is in restaurants there if it's busy they're open so i'm like when do you, you know I, I just immediately reach out so when do you want to get together for christmas she's like dad i got a job I, I don't know if i'm and i'm in southern california i don't know if i'm coming home for i'm probably not coming home for christmas I'm like, oh shit and now my son's working at a, at a pizza place where they just made him manager. And, you know, they'll probably be closed on Christmas Day. But he has his mom and his little sisters. You know, we're a family of divorce. Mm-hmm. So I'm telling him, like, look, 
I, I'm going to leave Christmas Eve open, man, and, and, and let me know what works for you. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll try as soon as I know. Same thing with my other son. He works for a landscaping company, but he's looking for a second job to make more money, a night job. So he's like, yeah, I've got this interview. It went well. I might be taking a second job, Dad. I just don't know. Like, so I'm at this time, weird time in my life where Christmas really, we've talked about it before, is really about the children and family and about your kids, about the little ones. I'm at this weird thing where I don't even know if I'm going to see my kids at Christmas. Trip. Right. That is a trip, dude. Like, because they're adulting. Now, it's weird. It is so strange, dude, to think like, I told my kids, look, I'm going to leave Christmas Eve open the whole day. I'm not making any plans. Please try to come see me. But there's a good chance my daughter is not coming at all. And I don't know about my sons. I really don't know what's going to happen that night. So that is probably the trippiest thing of all for me, aside the, the biggest maybe bummer of it all is that's what, forget the gifts. They're cool. Like you said, you like stuff. We like stuff. Of course we do. We're still people. We're sitting in a room of stuff. Stuff everywhere. There's stuff. Hey, forget about it. Stuff. All right. But I mean, dude. As we get older, it's more about family and gathering and spending time. Well, I'm looking at a Christmas now where have not only have I been sick and not able to do all the traditions I really love, but not even knowing if I'm going to see my own kids. Right. Trippy, dude. Like, I'll still see my mom and my sisters and my brother-in-laws because they're close and they they're it's different. Uh, we, we're we're going to set that time aside. I just don't know. I'm assuming I'll see my boys at some point. I just don't know when. Probably not all together. It'll probably be different times and for short moments. They, they got jobs and girlfriends and lives now, man. And it's uh, weird. It's really weird. I'm in a place where I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I get it. They got to have lives. They got to grow up. It's what they do, right? But damn it, man. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, like a, a weird feeling to not know if I'm going to see my kids at Christmas time or when. I will. I just don't know when, you know. Trip. It's his trip, dude. It's uh, getting old is crazy. Like when your kids get old and have responsibilities, you know, you get kids and your life goes and fast forward. Well, when they start getting old and having responsibilities, it just makes you feel that much older, man. I feel like an old ass man, dude. Mm -hmm. Shit. Shit. Yeah, it's weird, man. <sighs> well, I can tell you this, buddy. Um, it's certainly a different vibe these days. Yes, 100%. And, 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 and every year I feel like. It's always something a little bit different, and and right, and uh, time is sad, but time just keeps going quicker. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, you can't stop it. It's like uh, you know, it's so true. It just becomes more true. Stop and enjoy the moment because you don't get them back. I quoted that Nas song before when he said, you know, we talked about it on another episode. You're the youngest you're ever gonna be right now. There's going to be a moment in your life when you can't do whatever you're doing right now, you may not ever be able to do again. So cherish it. And it's so true, man. Yes, I was sick. Yes, my kids are grown and I may not see them. But whatever I do this holiday season, embrace it, cherish it, enjoy it. Because this could be the last one of those. It's going to be different again next year. Every year, you talked about it, every year is a little different, right? So cherish this year for what it is and then just keep doing what you can you know when you can because life is short man and and then and stop smell the roses and appreciate whatever it is that you got going on for what it is i'll tell you this buddy the best time to start was years ago yeah the second best time to start is today 100 percent. i like that that's genius it is so true like and that's what nas is saying in that song one of my favorite songs on that new nas album he's talking about second childhood you start out a baby somebody's changing your diapers taking care of you and then you grow into this young man where you feel like you could do anything you want and conquer the world but eventually you revert back to that baby somebody might be having to change your diapers and do everything for you because you can't do it so right now while you still are able and you can do these things do it do it and enjoy every moment of it because it's fleeting. It will disappear. You are the youngest you'll ever be right now. That, to me, is so genius. That is a nasty lyric of the week all by itself. Just that line. You are the youngest you'll ever be right now. It's true. Tomorrow, I'm going to be older. The next day, I'm going to be older. Like, this is it, man. Go for it. 
It doesn't get much better. Like, yeah, man, it's true. And and the holidays fall right into that, dude. That you know things change, and you just gotta roll with it and adjust. And that's where we're at now, man. We're all our, you know, we're getting older. Our family's getting older. And, uh, you know, you just take it for what it is. You can never... So many Christmas movies are all about somebody trying to recreate that moment Mm -hmm. for their kids. You know, there's so many like, I'm going to get my kid the best present. Or I want my kid to have the Christmas I never had and try to relive or recreate that moment. And they always learn in the end that, no, it's never going to be what it was. Just appreciate it for what it is and enjoy that moment that you got. And that's, it's so true. That's like the message of so many Christmas movies. Like, quit trying to relive the past or, or, or make right what you didn't get and just appreciate what you got. You know, and it's so true, man. It's 100% true. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, speaking of Christmas movies. Yeah. <laughs> Before we jump into it, when we talked about this last week, we're going to do a little bit of the old Christmas movie Christmas draft. Christmas movie draft, that's right. I, I did want to touch base on uh, the last draft we did, which was the fast food burger draft. draft. Yes, and, yes. Uh, that, that sparked a little bit of feedback from... Uh, you made a controversial comment that because I got the first pick, you got screwed. Uh-huh. I just want to say, you said that. It's, it, that's what, That was absolutely said. Yeah, and is it true? Do you really feel... Did I have the stronger team because of that? You- uh, no, I, I mean, okay, my draft strategy <laughs> yeah. is fantastic. Yeah, no, and, yeah. And to overcome the, uh, you know, the things that I did by not getting my first round pick. The double-double. Yeah, which is, you know, it's just, it's just a, basically, let me just tell you this. It's a testament to my skill. Yes. To be able to overcome something like that. I love your confidence, man. It's so amazing. I love it, dude. Yeah, absolutely. It is a test. I like I like when people aren't afraid to toot their own horn. And Savage, you just... Eh, eh. I dig it, dude. I dig it. Uh, so uh, the Mad Cyclone, a.k.a. Right. the Sassy Cyclone. From yes, last, yeah, from last, last week. Episode. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know, he, 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 he hit us up with the Culver's. And I am not familiar at all with Culver's. Yeah, he said good burger list. By the way, I would have I would have had Culver's Butter Burger and DQ's Double Stack on my team, but no problem with your teams this time around. Oh, which tells me he had problems with our candy draft. Yes, uh, and although that, he complimented me on my Red Vine choice, he so. did. Yeah, and he said, "Look, does Culver's have a drive-through?" I was like, "Look, we got rules here." Yeah. He was like, "Oh, absolutely." Five guys does not. I heard the criteria. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the problem with text. He maybe he did, maybe just like five guys does not. I heard the criteria. Yeah. But I heard it. I read it as five guys does not. I heard the criteria, Savage. You're putting a little like fucking Colvis. I got it. That's why I said it's got a drive through. That's why I put it on the fucking list. It's like a New York Boston gangster. He's talking like, <laughs> hey, there, forget about it. I knew the I knew the criteria. I right? knew the I heard the criteria. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus H. How you doing over there? Hey, don't get your cannolis in a bunch over there. How's your mom and them? Hey, how you doing? <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I forgot to get the grenades. Yeah. How's your mother? Yeah. How's Culver's? How's Culver's? <laughs> How they got a great butter burger? I had never heard of Culver's, and he posted that up, and I immediately went and looked. And the photos of their burgers look phenomenal. I now want a Culver's burger. I was like, oh my God, that butter burger looks fucking... Uh, have you had it? Have you been there? I haven't been to Culver's. I've heard of Culver's. Is it here uh, there, on the no, West Coast? No, I, well, there, it's, there's the, there's Culver's for sure in Arizona. That much okay. I know. Uh, and then I put, when we were having our little messages, that the, I saw one in Tampa last time oh, I was in okay. Tampa. Yeah, that's and right. And I'm going to try to hit it next time I'm there. Yes. Because I always heard about Culver's. And even before we talked about the, the, fast, the burger draft, yeah. I'd heard about Culver's and their burgers being phenomenal. Yes. And then, you know, East Coast Cyclone over here hits us with the butter burger. Yeah. Butter burger. And the picture looked incredible. And right. I was like, holy shit, if we don't have one, I'm very sad because that burger looks amazing. Like I, And Dairy Queen is a nice pull because you know what's funny is I don't know. When he posted that up, I'm like, to be honest with you. I don't know if I've ever eaten like regular food at Dairy Queen. Like, do you know what I mean? Like not dessert. When I go to Dairy Queen, it's generally I've eaten somewhere else, but now I want to get my blizzard on and I want to go through the drive through and have them hand me the blizzard and they hold it upside down and show you how thick it is and that it's not falling out. And I am a, I love a good blizzard. Like 
McDonald's came up with the McFlurry. To me, that's the bastard child of the Blizzard. Like I like a McFlurry, I enjoy a McFlurry. It ain't a Blizzard. You get you hook me up with a Butterfinger Blizzard, and I am in heaven. As a matter of fact, I think there's a DQ around here. I might hit to have a Blizzard on the way out of town. Now, that just sounds really good. That's like, a smart move, man. Yo, that, but I've done. I don't know if I've ever had. I don't think I've ever had a Dairy Queen burger. You? Um, yeah, I have. You uh, have, with, okay. With the Cyclone, for sure. Okay, nice. Keeping it in the family. That's good. Because I, I I don't believe I've ever eaten. If I if if I have, it's been so long that I don't remember. Because I'm like, shit, maybe I got to try their burgers now. Because, man, the Butter Burger looked amazing. Maybe DQ's got an incredible burger that I don't know about. Like, if their burgers are as good as their blizzards, mm-hmm. yo, I might be missing out. And it's one of those things, like, you, we talk about all these these places, right? And, and it's very easy to get to get uh, sidetracked or, or see people get overrated or underrated, things yes. like that, you know what I mean? Yes. Like, there's this massive in-and-out fight, right? Where, yeah. Like, you know, people that aren't from California, like, trash in-and-out and, out and right. they say it's overrated. Right. It's basic. Yeah. Right? I think in-and-out's phenomenal. I that think it's me great. Too. Yeah, it's, it's a great, hey. crisp, fresh burger. It was my number one. Um, I know. Yeah, Listen, <laughs> we don't like, want to talk about that. <laughs> right, but but like, and we talked about it in the burger draft. I think Burger King is extremely underrated. Like, hundred percent. Like, it, but they have like they almost have like a like they get some shit. Like nobody ever talks about BK. But then like you look, listen to people and you hear them talk and you're like, wow, people really like Burger King. I don't know why it's got. It's, it's like, it, uh, let me tell you, Burger King. Uh-huh. It's the Nickelback of burgers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know? Once very popular, now people are ashamed to admit that they ever liked it. But they eat a Whopper in their car oh, when nobody's looking. Dude, when I had COVID, I door dashed Burger King, and I got this, like, double bacon. I don't remember the name, but it was frigging delicious. We're talking phenom. Yeah. Oh, dude, so good. But, yeah, man, it's... uh. Um, so yeah, I know, definitely know we got Dairy Queen around here, so I might try one of their burgers eventually. I don't think I've ever had it. Don't think I've ever eaten food food, just dessert from mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. And Culver's, if we get one out here somewhere, I'm down, man, because that butter burger looked amazing. So if they ever, you know, I'm not driving to Arizona or Tampa or some shit like that, but you know, I, I would come up here or sack or Folsom if, if it ever comes around. I, I don't think we got one at the moment. Well, I mean... Some burgers are worth the drive. Yeah, it's possible, man. And you travel for work, so that's genius. You can let me know, man. Fill me in. When you when you hit that Culver's, I want a photo, I want a text, and a rating. Oh, you want a text and a rating as I'm putting on the Tampa 10? Yes, absolutely, 100%. 100%. Do it. The seatbelt fit fine on the way to Tampa. On the way back, it's a little snug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just do it, do it. Yeah, 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 dangerous. Sorry, Culver's, Culver's. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, I like how he's just going to the gangster, the the New York like the New York guy voice now for everything. Like Colvas, forget about it, right? Hey, but yeah, man, the drafts are fun, and you know what's funny is the candy draft was like a spur of the moment, like that was something you came up with on the fly, and it was just so genius. And really, I don't even think we planned the burger draft. That just kind of happened too. And I think those were two genius segments that we've gotten a lot of great response for. So I'm really excited now that we've actually planned and decided to do the Christmas movie draft. And, you know, I went first last time, and apparently you felt some type of way about that. Like, oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's my fault. That's yeah. my fault for, for performing as well as I did and getting more wins so that I didn't get the first pick. Yeah, well, we've just been kind of rotating back and forth. So now it is it is your turn. Mm-hmm. So you you get the first. I'm and different. here we go. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So uh, the first ever 209 till infinity Christmas movie draft is about to kick off. My man Savage O'Malley gets the first pick he of does. the first draft, and uh, I will turn it over to him and, and see where he's going with it. Look, and this is and this is this is puts me in a real tough spot. Yes. Very similar to the burger draft. Yes. Right? Yes. Let me draw, let me get let me get a little let me get a little. Uh... Mm-hmm. How I hate going out in a storm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby. Of the year. Mm-hmm. All right, there we go. 
very similar to the other draft. Right. right. Because what happens here is, let's say I got two guys at the top of my board. Right. I don't know what your top guy is. Correct. But so I go one way, maybe you're already looking at my other guy. But if I would gone the other way, right, maybe yes. there's a possibility I got my top two guys. And at the end of the day, I have to be okay being able to sleep at night knowing that I at least got this one. I, and I can't, I don't want him on your team. Got you. So that's you. where we're at. Yeah, yeah You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And there's probably a few that you're like, damn it. Yeah. Know, like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it, man. Yeah. So I, here's what I'm going to go. And and, 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 and and I may be kicking myself. And I can already hear the online trolls getting ready to come at me. <laughs> I can already hear them. Yeah. But with the first pick in the Christmas movie draft, uh-huh. I'm going to go National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. That, that's what I anticipated. The consensus number one. Yeah. If, if I hadn't taken them and taken the other pick, I'd, I'd have got raked over the coals. You know, when, 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 when Jordan's at the top of the board, you take Jordan. Yes. You don't take Sam Bowie yeah, because no. he's a big man. <laughs> yes, he's got size, but how many guys that have size? Like, right? Yeah, you, you no, want, correct. You, like, no disrespect to Kevin Duckworth right, at yeah. all. You know what I mean? You take your most talented player, and I'm going to take National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I kind of figured you'd go there, so I had two lined up. I had National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and I have another one geared up for number one. But I figured you were going to go there because you and I have both talked ad nauseum, ad nauseum as we, as we say, <laughs> uh, about Christmas Vacation. That is one of the GOAT movies, one of the ones. I usually, had I not been sick, what, that's my movie that I put on while I'm trimming the tree, while right. I'm setting up the tree. Every year, without fail, I just watched it last night. Is it called trimming a tree if you're still putting up a... For a, a, a well, I artificial tree? Putting it up. I, th- I always looked at trimming as putting the um, the decorations on it. That's the okay, trimming okay. of it. I could be wrong. Qu- and, and 209 Because it probably comes from the old school where you're trimming the tree and getting Yeah, it, actually you know? cutting it and trimming it. Yeah. Little thick. A lot of sap. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. National Lampoons, baby. You're not allowed to quote my movie. I'm sorry. Oh, That's man. It. I have propriety. There's new I have guidelines. Propriety. I didn't realize. This is still a new thing. I wasn't sure. Okay, so I, I assumed that was going to be your one, and that's a, man, what a strong pick. Like you said, uh, it, possibly the Jordan of Christmas movies. It's why you hope to. It's why you. It's why you hope to get the first pick. I mean, it's it's got everything. It's got that family feeling, right? It gives you that warm, fuzzy family feeling. It's got adult humor. A tons of adult humor. Which is, which, which is a win-win because so many Christmas movies are geared towards kids. Adult humor, but the warm fuzzies with the family, and yet still has um, things that kids, youth, youthful people can appreciate. It's not so adult that you're, you're tuning the kids out. So, man, phenomenal number one. Since you chose that, I am going to go with my number one is going to be Elf. Oh, I'm choosing Elf. Uh, and the draft room just went crazy. Yeah. The draft room just went crazy. That's a great pick. Yeah. And here's why I choose Elf. Everybody loved, well, for starters, number one, Will Ferrell. I mean, just the guy kind of known for more adult humor. Uh, you know, he, he's, he's in Wedding Crashers. He's in, uh, what's what's the um, the movie where they start the college? Oh, that, sir, is the, called... Now you got me on. Now you got me on a. Yeah. Anyway, he's he's more oh no. He's he's Saturday Night Live. Very adult humor. I can't remember the name of the movie where they start the fraternity. Oh my god, I'm so old mad. school. Yeah, old, old school. school. He's more known for those types of films. People didn't know that there was this other side of him. This very sweet, this very cute, entertaining, loving, cute side. And I think everybody loves a fish out of water story. And, you know, most Christmas movies focus on Santa and deadbeat dads and, and, and people forgetting what Christmas is about. So this movie was just so different. And, and, and people fell in love with it for that reason. Here's this kid who was a, an actual human, raised as an elf, who thinks he's an elf, that doesn't know he's a human, that decides to go back into the real world after being raised in the North Pole and find his father. So a bit, I guess it is a bit about a deadbeat dad movie. He, he finds his, he goes to find his real father. But here's a guy, a fish out of water story, right? He's an elf. He's the sweetest guy, the nicest guy. He loves Christmas. And he goes to one of the meanest, hustling, bustling places in the world, New York City, to find his father. And it's just about what happens. And it's sweet. It's heartwarming. It's funny. 
It's touching. It's got everything you want in a Christmas movie. Uh, and so I had to take it as number one. There's actually another movie that I like a little more, but I'll get into that later, depending on what you pick. But I chose this as number one because I think overall more people relate to it. That's a great pick. Thank you. I mean, my and, and and I expected uh, Elf to definitely go in uh, the top two picks for either of the teams. What's interesting about it? It's not my favorite Christmas movie, but I know overall it's so beloved that I just felt I had to go number one with it. If you didn't pick that, if you hadn't picked that, I was going to go Christmas Vacation. But, you know, I'll digress. You got the first pick. You know, I'm not going to say that that screwed me. I'm not going to make that comment. You know? right. <laughs> now you know how the old double-double draft went. That's right. That's right. It hurts a little bit, but yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm rolling with it. Now you feel it. the pain. We're rolling with it. All my right. number two pick. Yes. As I said, my draft room went crazy when you made the pick of Elf. Not that Elf's not a great pick, but that man's our number. Our, we had one and one A on the top of the board, and we're going to get both of our top two guys. Okay, got you. Okay, and our number two pick, we're taking Die Hard. Ah, Absolutely, right I out the box. thought about Die Hard. I thought about Die Hard, and I, I go, that's the other one I know Savage wants. And it's interesting because there's the, right, there's the debate. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And you and I have both said absolutely 100%. I watched it when I was down with COVID after Thanksgiving. Absolutely love that movie. You know why I didn't pick it? Here's what hurt me. I'd forgotten. Uh, Bruce Willis, um, John McClane himself, in when he did a Comedy Central roast a while back, made the comment, and I'd forgotten. I'd watched the roast, but I'd forgotten. He goes, the main reason I did this roast is I want to settle this once and for all. And John McClane himself says, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. And I just went, oh, pull the dagger out of my chest. Say it ain't so, Bruce. What's the matter, dude? Are you serious? Like, you're killing me, Bruce. I couldn't believe that. I'd completely forgotten about that. But regardless, I know he's the star, and that hurts a bit. That's a solid pick. I still... It's a Christmas movie. I don't. I don't care. Well, let me tell you this. It's an absolute Christmas movie. Uh, in addition, um, Reginald Johnson. Yes. From Family Matters, aka the cop. <laughs> yeah. What's his name? What? I, who knows? In, in Die Hard. He's the cop in Die Hard asked, and Family Matters. Asked, and he said, "Is it a Christmas movie?" He said, "Absolutely." Good. Right now, and I want to like we all love Bruce Willis, right? Of course. We could sit here and do we talk about Bruce Willis movies for hours. Of course. But. What I can tell you is this. He's not doing movies right now. No, he's retired. He's because done. he's got some medical stuff going on. Right, correct. So I can't, without without reasonable doubt, uh-huh. say that he was in his right mind when he made that comment. Ah. I don't know. You think it's the medical condition. Yeah, it could be. Talking. You know what I mean? Or, here's what I told my wife. It was a roast, and he was in super troll mode, and he knew that if he said that, he was going to light the fucking internet on fire. And I guarantee, and I, I'd forgotten he'd said it, but I guarantee when he made that comment, people went insane. Like, what? It is a Christmas movie. No, see? I told you, even he says it's not. I know people, there are a lot of women, I can tell you right now, who have said for years, because I, I will say I find more women that say it is not a Christmas movie than dudes. There are a lot of women probably who went, see? If he says it's not, it, they're using the Bruce Willis argument against their men. I guarantee it. So, but I think I took it as a troll move. Like Bruce is like, you know, this is go, this is gonna fire people up. I'm just gonna say this shit to say it. Cause hey, on those roasts, people say the wildest, craziest shit ever. So I feel like he made that. It wasn't a, a jab against anybody. He's like, I'm gonna poke every fucking diehard fan in the eye right here, roast them all in one shot. So yeah, I agree, man. I don't think he really believed that. I think he was just trying to piss people off and ruffle some feathers. So, all right. So your number two is Die Hard. It is. So far, I'm going to be honest. I'm not surprised by either of your picks. I saw that coming. My number two, and this is a personal. Now I'm going to go personal. This might not be the strongest number two, but this is one of my favorite Christmas movies. At the end of the day, you have to be happy with your roster. Absolutely. They got to be coachable on my end. Mm -hmm. My number two is... uh, in my opinion, Tim Allen's finest cinematic moment. He's never had another movie as funny or as good since this. Uh, he's coming right off Home Improvement. He was the man, and it, his talent shines in this movie. It's the Santa Claus. That's my number two pick. It's a great pick. Uh, the original I mean, Santa Claus. It's a legendary pick. It's yeah. uh, it's creative. It's funny. 
Adult uh, humor it's again. It's heartwarming. Yes. Uh, it gives you the feels, right? It yeah. puts a little cinnamon in your eggnog, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's got the classic Christmas oh, tradition yeah. of oh, a yeah. father who's forgotten what Christmas is about and he's forced into an insane situation. Again, a kind of a fish out of water scenario. This guy who's a businessman and advertising man for a toy company is now being forced to become Santa Claus and hilarity ensues as he gains weight and his attitude changes and he's trying to live his normal life. And it's the smart ass Tim Allen. The reason why none of the other Santa Clauses work is because when he becomes Santa Claus, he's no longer a smart ass. But that moment, in the boardroom when they're talking about selling the tank. Uh, I forget the name of the tank that it is. Total Tank. They're selling Total Tank. And he's now puffed up and gained a little weight and he's in there. And the guy's doing his presentation. He goes, this year, kids, Santa's not going to deliver presents on his reindeer. He's going in on Total Tank. And all of a sudden, Tim Allen just goes, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. Yeah, you better be good this year, kids, because Santa just took out the Pearsons' home. He's rolling in on a panzer, you know, like that smart-ass humor is so genius. The, the Making fun of the dude who wears the ugly sweaters. Yeah, the real question is, when are you going to get more sweaters when the circus pulls out of town? Like, those kind of jokes, along with the touching family moments and him realizing what Christmas is all about. Uh, and it's just original. Mm -hmm. I think that one in Elf... Like the idea of Santa falling off a roof and dying and him putting on the suit and being forced to take over because there's a clause in a contract is not something we've seen in, in, in your average Hallmark Christmas movie. And I feel the same way about Elf. I think the same could be said for Die Hard and Christmas Vacation. They're different. They don't fall into that Christmas mold. So that's my number two. It's a great pick, man. It's uh. It's not surprising. No, again, I, yeah. He, he, he's a fan favorite. He's gonna sell a lot of jerseys. Hundred percent, Tim Allen. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Allen. Yeah, Santa. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you know, agreed. Yeah, that's a great. You know, that's a great contract, right? Right. You know, I'm. Just, be, be careful. He's gonna have good lawyers because he checks out for all the extra clauses. That's right. <laughs> good call. Hey, nice man. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to screw him in the contract phase. No, no. He's, he's he knows his stuff. He's adjusted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So here we go. I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna be honest. Uh -huh. The roster is filling out. It couldn't have been better right now. Okay. Nice. Okay. Nice. I like it. And I'm gonna tell you with the third pick, and this is not gonna surprise anybody. I don't believe. Especially, you know, you know, the fans of this of this squad. We're gonna right. take Bill Murray Scrooged. Woo! Oh, that hurts. Because that's just, I mean, for me, it's 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 prime Murray. Yes, correct. It, it, it's 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 a it's a it's a take on a traditional Christmas movie Scrooged. Yes, absolutely. With with just again adult humor. Yes. And heartfelt, and just so many things that just. You know, the Christmas past and the Christmas future and the Christmas present. Oh, it's it's, it's a classic theme that never oh, gets old. Oh, my gosh, right? You got and, and, and you got classic people. You got Bill Murray in it, right? You got Karen Allen, mm -hmm. right? Of course, you got the late Carol Kane. I believe she passed away shortly. Yeah, she's in that. Ago. She's so good in that as the ghost of Christmas present, is she? I forget. She's really good. Uh, you got Bobcat Goldweight in there. Oh, that's getting right. Getting fired from the office. Yeah, yeah, and coming back after Murray with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, so good. So good. Uh, so, nice pick. Yeah, man. so that's my that's my third pick. It, it's when I, when, even when I'm not getting to all the Christmas stuff I want to, right? My top three that I always want to get to are the top three that I was able to draft. Nice. Right? Die Hard. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and Bill Murray Scrooge. So the draft is going accordingly. People, the, the investors are happy. Yes, nice. They are, it's going well. <laughs> they feel we, like they've 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 made the right decision. By, they feel like we're you. killing the draft. Guys, we I can't wait it. to get the email and say, "How'd you do in the draft?" A plus. That's how A we feel plus. like we're going now. So your third pick, you're on. Yes, I'm on. So I've got Elf. I've got the Santa Claus, and I'm, and I'm not gonna. And I'm gonna be honest with you right now. The online critics, they're like, "Man, Bill, Bill's drafting to familiarity, and he's not taking any chances." Oh, really? That, is that what they're saying? That's what they're saying. Yeah, you pulled that out. You you just seen that, right? I'm now. just reporting what the people are saying. <laughs> All right. 
I like it. I like it, man. So, all right. Then I uh, here we go. Let me shake it up a bit then. Let me go for something that there's a, there's a, there's a lot there. So the the argument of is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Uh-huh. Is it is a strong one that's raged on for years? I'm going to go to another argument that I actually had with somebody at my work Christmas party. And that is uh, what's better, Home Alone 1 or Home Alone 2? And my next pick will tell you what I feel. I'm going Home Alone 2. My favorite Home Alone. I think it's better than the first. It's funnier. It's crazier. The hijinks and the crazy shit he does to those guys. The painstaking stuff he puts them through. Not to mention the whole scenes with him in the hotel room. The Rob Schneider. the All the people who run the hotel and how he's... To me, I love it. I watch it every year. My third pick is Home Alone 2. Let me just tell you something. You smell that smoking, smoky smell? Yes. That's the internet ablaze. Yeah. <laughs> that is the internet ablaze right now. Yeah. They are calling for your head. Uh-oh. Home Alone 2. They think you are the Raiders. You just drafted a guy that could have gone in the fourth round, in the first round. Every the, the world's going crazy. But listen, let me tell you this. Yeah. Home Alone 2 is a great movie. Yeah, I agree. Huge fan. Obviously, you agree. You just took it third in your Christmas movie draft. Yes, I did. Um, and it is, um, it's, 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 Home Alone, the original, is such a classic we all grew up with. Yes. Right? Yeah. But Home Alone 2, like, they put some money into that bad boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can tell. You can literally, and, and the craziest thing about it is, you know, they must have turned around. I was telling my wife, we watched it the other night. They must have literally turned around and fi- as soon as Home Alone made money, I feel like they must have like just started filming. The kids don't really look any older, like all his brothers and sisters and cousins, even himself. They haven't aged any any at all. Like, you know, normally when kids do a sequel, you're like, oh boy, they better hurry up. The kids are getting old. Like nobody changed. It's, it's all the things that made Home Alone great, but there's just something different about him being in New York as opposed to being trapped in the home. There's an amazing scene where he's just roaming around New York and he stops and he looks up at the Twin Towers and he goes, whoa. And it's so much, it hits so different now knowing that we don't have those Twin Towers anymore, that they fell in 9-11. That moment just hits so much harder. Uh, There's a funny moment where he walks into the lobby of the hotel and bumps into Donald Trump which now takes on a whole, I told my wife, whoa, that takes on a big, that's a whole different meaning to, you know, back then everybody loved Donald Trump. Now he's a bit more divisive than he used to be. But yeah, dude, just him being in New York, like I said, the interactions between him and all the people in the hotel. And uh, he meets the guy at the toy store. I love that little uh, segment of it. Uh, the the um, the lady he meets out in the park, the homeless woman who went through a divorce, uh-huh. and she just kind of checked out. But he he builds a relationship with her. There's just so much more to it when he's not stuck in his neighborhood in his house. So it's like all the elements that made Home Alone great, and then they sprinkle and pepper it in with some other stuff that just made it even more amazing. And and it's for me that's a Christmas argument that'll rage on. But I'm Team Home Alone too, all day, and it's my number three. Well, let me the tell you this, buddy. Take that. Oh man. And, and that's it. Look, you can't listen to the trolls. You no. gotta like I said, you gotta be happy with the squad at the end of the night. I'm drafting from my heart, baby. There you go. And yeah. and, and during the holidays, yeah. that's the only way the only thing you can do. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Man, impressive work. All right, well, here's here's the thing now. Now I'm in a bind. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with my first three picks. Yes. Absolutely. But where I am now is is I've got there's four movies that are going to be left in the draft, two by me, two by you. And I've got more than four that I like. Oh, 100%. I've so, got so, so, many. So, so I really got to really... <sighs> this is hard. Do I go classic? Do I go... Mm. Do I do I go Bill? Do I draft from my heart? Right. This is a tough call. All right. With the fourth pick, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. It's a newer movie. Okay. It's got a special place in my heart. I really enjoy it. And it is a, uh, for me, it's a great movie because it really embraces the modern world a little bit. And I'm going to take four Christmases. Ooh, that was going to be my fourth if you didn't go for it. Damn yeah, it. That's what I'm going to pick because, uh, hilarious. Flip the tube. Yeah. Dude, it's funny. And it's, uh, it may be the last really good thing that I love Vince Vaughn. And we talked about old school, right? Mm-hmm. And I mentioned Wedding Crashers. Uh, it may be the last truly funny, legit movie that Vince Vaughn did. Like, And it's just the... I told my wife, the cast of that movie is insane. Like, when you go back and watch it now, 
Robert Duvall as the father, uh, John Voight as another father figure in the movie. All the, all the family, are, everyone in that movie is incredibly famous. So when they bounce around to these four Christmases and these divorced families and they're going to all these different family members, everyone's famous. Everyone in that movie, Dwight Yoakam, uh, Tim McGraw, like there's musicians, there's famous actors, there's comedians. It's just so well done. And it's become, as of recent, like in the last two Christmases for me, one I have to watch every year. It's a staple, but it wasn't until like the last couple Christmases. So uh, well played. That would have been my fourth had you not taken it. So now I'm in a bind. Uh, the internet now is, is on pins and needles wondering where Bill goes next. Well, I can just say this. I'm reading a tweet right now. It says Uh-oh. Savage has got Bill on the ropes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it, well played. I'm not Hashtag keep drafting from your heart, buffoon. <laughs> oh, They're coming after wow. you. Wow. The internet's mean. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a new development. No, it's not. Yeah, not breaking news, right? <laughs> okay. So number four, I am going to go... I'm going to go classic. I'm going to go Christmas Story. Mm. You'll shoot your eye out. BB Gun Mania Christmas Story. Funny, timeless, never gets old. The dad, it's probably, I could say, one of the best performances ever in a Christmas movie. If you can't in some way, shape, or form relate to that guy or see your dad in that guy, uh, you haven't lived. You didn't spend enough time with your father because when he's changing the tire and he cusses and the dad putting up the tree and wanting the turkey and yelling at the neighbor's dogs, like he may not be your father 100%, but if you can't see a moment in there where you see your own dad, you're tripping. I mean, him getting that leg lamp and being so proud of it, it's a major award, it's a major award. And the mom being so embarrassed and just wanting nothing more than that thing to disappear. Right. It's one of the most classic moments ever in a a Christmas movie or in a movie period, I would say. Number four, Christmas story. Take that, internet. Oh, well, they are happy with that pick. They said Bill is back. Yeah. They love the pick. Uh, And and here's the thing, and and you've got a lot of people here that are real positive with what you've done. You know, Bill stands, if you will. Oh, nice. And, uh, you know, they always, always pipe up. They they always defend you. Um, But they said, you know, you're drafting... Uh, not for not for the flash. You're drafting for consistency. Correct. And, and that I'm you know, looking at that. It's a long season. Absolutely. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, the Christmas season look, is a long look, season. I'm yeah. very very happy with my draft. But you're doing a great job. Like I love I love Appreciate your team. It. Like I don't want to see your team in the playoffs. No. Why would I want to? Yeah. I Especially with that fourth pick, Christmas story. Oh my gosh. Yeah, how do you cover Christmas story in the holiday playoff season? The internet it's tough I, to guard. I'm reading a tweet right now. Hashtag good luck savage. Yeah. I just say I just yeah. saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's busy. It's yeah. hot right now. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Well, here we go. We're at the end right now of my 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 fifth pick, my fifth and final Christmas movie pick. <sighs> and it, it's tough because do I take do I go classic now to kind of combat that? Do I go with something that that tugs on my heartstrings. Right. Oh, man, it's so hard right now. Um, And I I know what I'm going to do. Okay. And and, and I'm going to be honest. I already know they're not going to be happy with my pick. Okay. Because of what I'm leaving on the table. Uh Uh-huh. But this is, uh, this, this, this is, uh, this is a... This is a movie that has uh, tugged on my heartstrings, and it uh, it means more to me than probably it does a lot of other people. Correct. Um, okay. But uh, with my fifth and final pick of the Christmas movie draft, I am going to take Fred Claus. Ooh, another good one. Uh, Vince Vaughn on your list twice. Vince Vaughn on my list. Uh, this movie uh, really touches on brotherhood with him and his brother. His 100%. brother is... Is 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 uh, Santa Claus, and he's, uh, he's I'm blanking out on the famous actor who plays Santa. It's um, yeah, um, oh gosh, Paul Giamatti. Yes, there you uh, go, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, so uh, and, and um, it's it's it really plays on. There's been when you think about Christmas movies, you think about family and, right. and Christmas and kids and. There's not a lot of brother movies. No, no, you're absolutely right about that. It's and, different. Yeah, and it, and it and it is absolutely different. You got Vince Vaughn as Fred Claus. You got Paul Giamatti who's playing Santa Claus, you, or Nick, if you will. Yeah. You got Elizabeth Banks and John Michael Higgins and and and, and Kathy Bates is is DJ 
Ludacris is in there as DJ Donnie. He is in there, yeah, that's Kevin right. Kevin Spacey. Yes. Right? Uh, you know, just Who a, wants to be Superman. Yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. Just, it's really a good movie, and I think that it's underrated. And if you have a brother who, uh, you know, means something to you, and you look and you look at it through that lens, you're going to love this movie. So that's why I'm taking it. You know, Fred, Fred Claus goes up because Nick needs help. Yeah, so he's he going does. to bail out Santa Claus because it's his brother, even though he does he hates Santa, he hates Christmas, right? Right, and it's just uh, it's it's entertaining and it's enjoyable, and I love it. And that's my fifth pick, and I'm done. I'm having a hard time here because I'm bouncing back and forth right now between two. Uh, do I go with? Here's there's the thing. There's two the two that I'm thinking now. Do I go with the funny one? One of them's funny. Or do I go with the heartwarming, touching family one that isn't really isn't funny? Uh, I'd say one's more of a classic. <sighs> this is this is this is tough. This is where. Well, I'm I, I look. I'm I'm as as anticipated. I'm catching a lot of heat right now. They're listing off at least three classics that I left on the board. Yeah. They don't like my pick, but. You know uh, what I Fred mean? Claus is, is another one. That and Four Christmases of Fred birth. Claus is the Burger King of Christmas. Yeah, movies. it's been the last few years that's become up. So I'm going to go funny. I'm going to pick for my fifth and final the Arnold Schwarzenegger holiday classic oh. Jingle All the Way. Great pick. Uh, very relatable if you grew up in the Tickle Me Elmo era. And I think that's what that movie was based on. He's, again, the dad who's too busy, not spending enough time with his family, and he was supposed to get the hot toy that everybody wanted. Obviously, this movie is pre-internet, so there was no Amazon. There was no way to order these things six months ahead of time online. It was his job as a dad to go to the store and get the... What is it? The name is it? Ultraman? Turbo Man. Turbo Man. Excuse me. He was supposed it's to get Turbo Time. Get the Turbo Man, and he doesn't. So he lies to his wife and says, "Oh, I just left it at the office." And Christmas Eve, he is out running around trying to get this toy, and it's just all about the crazy shenanigans he goes through that entire day to try to get his hands on this toy. And he becomes at odds with a mailman who is also a deadbeat dad who is trying to get the toy for his kid played by Sinbad, who I think is hilarious. You got an amazing performance by the late, great Phil Hartman as the sleazy neighbor who's recently divorced and found that if he plays the nice guy, he can get all the ladies in the neighborhood. And he's got his eyes on Schwarzenegger's wife. He is amazing in it. Sinbad's great in it. Rita Hanks, Tom Hanks' wife, plays Sinbad, plays uh, a Schwarzenegger's wife in the movie. She's really good. Uh, it's funny, uh, and in the end, it the kid realizes it ain't about the toy. It's about being what spending time with his dad, and that's what really Christmas is all about. Uh, that's my five, but I can tell you what I was thinking of. One that's one of my personal favorites that I watch every year that's not funny, Miracle on 34th Street. I absolutely love that movie. Uh, the moment when Santa Claus sits down with the little girl and she speaks sign language. She goes, it's okay, Santa. She's deaf. Um, she just wants to sit on your lap and see you. That'll be enough for her. And he starts to speak sign language to her and the little girl's eyes light up. And she's so happy that Santa could actually have a conversation with her and the mom's choked up. And then the little girl who no longer believes in Santa is around the corner watching and her eyes light up. It's an amazing moment. I had a hard time, man. And my five could have gone either way. But jingle all the way. I stand by my choice. I feel happy with my team. Well, let me just tell you this, buddy. That's a great pick. Uh, if you've if you've listened to the show uh, for the last few years, I had never seen Jingle. All yeah, Night. that was a recent movie for you. Correct. Uh, a listener and fan and friend of the show, uh, Dubsin, really yes. gave Savage the business for not ever seeing that. Um, Bill jumped on board and also gave Savage the business. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, the business. All right. We're giving you the business over here. And, Forget about uh, it. So I watched it and I very much enjoyed it. It was a great movie. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I, I figured that was going to be something that might that might get taken. Yeah. Um, left on the board was the Grinch. Oh, the Jim Carrey version, or are Jim, you talking well, the original so cartoon? The original cartoon and 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 the Charlie Brown Christmas. I I, I felt comfortable not taking those because they weren't really movies. They're short. They're short. Yeah, so really the Rudolph, short. the Fro Frosty, 
the the original Grinch, the Charlie Brown Christmas. Those yeah, are yeah. shorts. Those are shows. Right. Half hour, you know, things. We're talking movies. TV, so, so I felt comfortable leaving those. Right. Uh, the Grinch left on the board. Polar Express on the board, which is yeah, a great. Yeah, a, a lot of people one. love that. Not one of my favorites, yeah. but it's huge. A um, lot of people dig it. Yeah. Right. Uh, so. Uh, and when I'm talking about Miracle on 34th Street, I like the newer version. There's the, also the old classic black and white version. Um, either one would have worked, but I, I, when I'm thinking of it, I think of there's a new, more recent version. That one was left on the table. Neither one of us pulled uh, a Christmas Carol. Another Jim Carrey animated where it's the actual original story of Scrooge, or there's 10 versions of Scrooge. There's actually one that's just called Scrooge that's a musical that I love starring Albert Finney that I watch every year. I could have easily put that up in my tops as well. And again, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are like Home Alone One should have been in there, you know. And I, and I just I just thought of one. I probably wouldn't have cracked my my thing, but another classic movie, Christmas with the Cranks. Oh, ne- you know what? Never seen it. Oh man, that is fantastic. Yeah. You know the the premise of it? Basically, Tim Allen and uh, they're going to go Lee on Cur- like this, a, it's skipping Christmas. They're going to go on a vacation because the kids are all grown and out of the house. And they're usually back. the Christmas people, mm-hmm. but they're going to take a trip to like somewhere tropical. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden at the last minute, daughter's coming home. Right. Right. So I've, I've seen trailers, previews. I've probably seen bits and pieces of it, like on the treadmill at the gym, but I've never seen it front to back. But I know a lot of people that absolutely love that movie. So, hey, then some people may take my last good thing Tim Allen did. Like, you know, Tim Allen. I love Christmas with the Cranks. Like, legitimately, like, a great movie. I really very much enjoy it. So. I'll have to watch it. You know, uh, another one that I that I've recently, more of a newer one that I don't know if a lot of people appreciate. We Will Ferrell has made the list already. But uh, I was not a fan of the original Daddy's Home. Didn't think that was that great of a movie. The Mark Wahlberg, Will Ferrell where you know they're they're uh-huh, uh-huh. They, you know the divorce and Will Ferrell's dating Walbers Daddy's Home 2 which is a Christmas movie where they get the fathers together well Will Ferrell's father is John Lithgow and Mark Wahlberg's father is Mel Gibson and they try to get them together for Christmas and hilar- I love hilarity and Sue I love that movie and I didn't and I I went to the theater to see Daddy's Home and was like I thought it was trash I, I didn't like the original Daddy's Home at all Daddy's Home 2, I was like, oh, now they're going to make it a Christmas movie? Ridiculous. Then they came out on DVD, and I watched it, and I now own a copy of that on Blu-ray. I love that movie. I think it's hilarious. I think the Christmas theme works so much for them. Mel Gibson and John Lithgow are so good as the fathers. I had a hard time not putting that one on the list, man. I I really enjoy that movie. I can tell you this. I cannot wait to hear... People destroy our teams. Yeah, yeah, and they will. And, and and tell us that we forgot this movie or that movie. Um, so, what did we screw up? Yeah. What what would you have picked differently? Yes. Given the uh, and remember, like my my selection puts Bill at a disadvantage. His selection 100%. puts me at a disadvantage. You've got three movies on your list that I would have picked. Yeah. Yeah. So. Easily. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, Merry Christmas, Bill. Merry Christmas to you as well, Merry my Christmas friend. to all of our listeners and uh, 209 Pod Squad, family and friends. Yes. We love every, one, every single one of you. We appreciate you guys. Uh, we hope you guys had a great Christmas. And yes. uh, if, if we're having the Christmas show, that means the new year is right around the bend. Right. So next week, we do our top five or top six, excuse me, albums and movies of the year. And uh, we'll talk about, you know, what's happening in future movies and just kind of kick off what, what we loved about this year and what we're looking forward to next year. And then, of course, after that is the world-famous 209's Infinity New Year's Resolutions, where we look back on our resolutions from prior and talk about what we're doing, what we failed, what we didn't get, what we did, and then our resolutions for the following year. But, yes, next week, our best of 2022 episode. So look forward to that. Yes. We hope you guys had a great time and uh, enjoyed the show. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of this holiday journey. Yep. And uh, Bill, get us out of here. In the immortal words of my man, George Clinton, anything good's nasty, but it ain't good unless you play with it. So go out there and have some fun, my people. And until the next time, we will see you in the 209. Happy holidays, y'all. Merry Christmas.